Welcome to episode 264 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by the man with the controversial hair, Ollie Spake. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. Um, is that code for get a haircut? <laughs> Not at all, but I did notice that you're getting a lot of comments about your hair. Yeah, it's well, it's 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 very curly. Um, it's very bushy, and I'm not accustomed to having such a mop because yeah, usually it's just been shaved off. So uh, yeah, coming into summer, you did indicate that you have been to the hairdresser. Was <laughs> that a joke? No, that's for real. Um, Seven a.m. Uh, just as hairdressers were opening, because uh, I was starting the new job the day after, I thought, oh, no, I better get a haircut. Uh, believe it or not, this is post-haircut. <laughs> uh, a month and a half or two months past post-haircut. But so, so you're going the fro, Ollie. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. It's got a mind of its own. Oh, embrace it, I say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and look, Special plug for Parkrun merch. Uh, the visor is just fantastic. I can't put a normal cap on my head at the moment, but the <laughs> visor is fantastic. Yeah. But, Mel, it was nice to uh, – well, <laughs> the segue is not quite. It was nice for you to come and see my hair, but um, <laughs> it was great Well, to- I did get to see it in person, you see. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's the whole point of the failed segue. <laughs> What a nice catch-up. Thank you for visiting, Mel. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for putting together a little crew for us to do Banksia Avenue, not Park Run. Oh, look, I don't think there's any credit owed to me. Uh, we were pretty stoked to get to spend the, the morning uh, with a bunch of, uh, well, listeners, uh, fellow park runners, and to do, I think you've put it uh, offline, of course, uh, as close to scanning the whole barcode thing as you can possibly get without scanning the whole barcode thing. Yeah, that's exactly right, Ollie. And as we were just discussing, fundamentally, a group of people, there was, what, eight of us meeting Quite early for a park run, six a.m. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Much mm-hmm. to some people's dismay, <laughs> for a run around the local area, and then going and spending an hour or so having coffee and brunch. Mm. Perfect, everything that park run stands for in my book. I think so. And look for those listeners that might not be up to speed and maybe haven't gotten the context. This was. <laughs> This was your visit that was intended to be for the relaunch of Parkrun in New South Wales, um, which despite Victoria having relaunched, you still came and joined us anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, look, I was disappointed when I discovered that New South Wales was postponing their return, which meant that my trip was not going to get me a new event in New South Wales as originally intended. Mm. But then I thought, you know what, it doesn't matter. I can go and visit some friends. I can hang out. I stayed with the Frasers. I went to the local theatre and caught up with you guys on Saturday morning for a noddy and my bucket was full. Well, and... You couldn't have picked a better naughty course, really, could you? Oh, the famous Banksia Avenue and the Windang Bridge. That's right, yeah. And, look, uh, it was, of course, uh, very unfortunate, to say the least, for all of us to rock up to Banksia Avenue, not Parkrun, without 
Beck Bailey. Uh, but you know, the the host that she was, uh, she still managed to give us the run brief and all of the details remotely and make us all feel welcome. So uh, special thanks go to Beck. She did, and uh, I did share a few photos on our Facebook page after we did the morning's events and the photo of us out the front pointing to a signpost of Banksia Avenue is actually outside Beck's house. So that was a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious if Beck's the housemates were up early and looking out the window wondering what on earth was going on, but yeah, nonetheless, um, <laughs> all, all good fun. And we should mention who was present. So other than ourselves, Ollie, we had Chris Fraser. We did. And Caro Voss, another uh, long-time parkrun adventurer friend. And distance traveller, Caro, thank you for coming down. That's right. We also had Karen and Ralph. Yes. Part of the Shell Harbour crew. And Karen we've heard from on the podcast before. Yes, fellow runner five. Yes, wearing the headband too, I did notice. And Brendan Scholarly came down to join in the fun. And Patrick Schmitzek. Or... Shimo, as now I'm advised, I could have been calling him the whole time. So, Shimo? Uh, Shimo. Shimo. Oh. Shimo. Yeah. Well, that yeah. would have been easier. <laughs> yes. I think we've all had enough practice, and uh, you in particular, Mel, who took away the uh, the kudos for the best pronunciation. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was a bit, I was a bit chuffed about that. Yes. Our Strava artist extraordinaire. Yeah. But it wasn't quite the sunny morning we had hoped. Uh, so the light shot was a bit of a dull shot. Yeah, that's probably my only complaint. I left some pretty nice sunny blue skies in Victoria, jumped on the plane, only threw in um, a vest at the last minute as an afterthought, thinking more of the evening's trip to the theatre, mm-hmm. assuming that it would be just as hot up in New South Wales as it had been at home. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Some summer we're having so far. Yeah, not, not not quite what we had intended, but, hey, yeah, you still got to run the Windang Bridge, which was uh, hopefully everything you'd hoped for. It was, and it actually wasn't that cold. It just wasn't very sunny. Yes, yeah. So that was all good and a very enjoyable weekend. Came home exhausted, but that's all good. I've got all week to rest up before my next adventure. Yes, and certainly look forward to hearing about that one. Uh, but you did back up, I'm assuming, for Junior Park Run. Oh, I absolutely did. Yes. So we had a small group of children this week. I think we had 14 kids enjoying their morning in the forest down at Ainsbury. Excellent. Well, that's lovely to hear another successful weekend, Mel. Yeah. And yeah. Abby was back, so always nice to see her happy smiley little face yes one of the uh one of the talents behind the pod would you say mel oh definitely integral part i would say now yes but we can recap a few comments ollie that we had on last week's episode post yes of note we heard from ingrid botha who said, after a very busy weekend, I'm finally listening to the pod on Sunday afternoon. Melissa Ellis, I am happy to put my body on the line to come and check out the gluten-free winner with you. (laughs) And thanks so much for the tip on the 5K app storing the barcode. 
I have a bunch of physical barcodes and now I'm doing the same electronically with three separate ways of accessing my electronic barcode. Don't forget your barcode or she's actually put DFYB. Now, this is interesting, Ollie. So, you know what I did today? Okay. I managed mm-hmm. to find an app to put a barcode on my Garmin. Yes. I Look, I have seen reference to that. Um, the techie in me is not up to scratch yet. Well, see, here's the problem. Yes. <laughs> I, I did enough to find out how to download it onto the Garmin IQ Connect or whatever it is and then hook up my watch to the computer and then do the sync. But now apparently it's on my watch but I don't know how to find it. Getting closer. Yeah, I'm getting closer. You're about so- five steps in front of me, so you're doing well now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's there but now I've got to Google how to find, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't make it the watch face because I want to actually be able to see the time. I don't want to walk around all day just with a barcode on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe on a Saturday. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't remember how to toggle backwards and forwards enough to find the time when I wanted to know what the time was. Mm. That would be problematic. But in any case, yeah, I'm halfway there. Well, when you work it out, <laughs> please tell me. Will do. Yes. Um, I believe we got another helpful suggestion from Janet Reid. So Janet said, sound effects. We need sound effects before the Obi recipient is announced, followed by applause. Spoiler alert, as for not Abby, he sounded just like a child, full of joy and glee. Yes, not Abby was quite popular because we also had Tracy Wood saying, great episode, love the waffling, love the Obie Award, love the outtake from not Abby. (laughs) (laughs) But as for Janet's suggestion of a sound effect for the Obie recipient, Mm. I will get onto that. Might take me a few weeks because it's got to be special, it's got to be appropriate. And I do spend a lot of hours searching the internet for sound effects. <laughs> ah, right. So, well, uh, hey, maybe the listeners have got some uh, some good sound effects suggestions. If anyone's got a lead, let us know. Or we just use one of those items that Mel brings to Palm uh, for the yes. quiz. Yes. We could just have a, a honking horn, a clown horn. What is there a name for one of those? No, my, my, my clown knowledge is quite lacking. It's certainly not my uh, not my preferred topic. Radio. Yeah. So, yeah, if anybody's got a suggestion what an OB sound effect should sound like, mm. let us know. Uh, applause, that should probably be a little bit easier, even if I just record myself clapping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could do that at Park Run on Saturday. I'll just say to the crowd, can everybody just clap for me? <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, uh, get them to record an OB chant while you're at it. I'm oh. sure we can come up with an OB chant. There we are. Okay. But, Mel, there's been some other goings on in the parkrun world. As we see, Germany. It's birthday time for Germany. Fourth birthday for parkrun in Germany. Happy birthday. We did try to look up how to say that in German, but seemed a bit hard. (laughs) Yeah. Look, a bit of primary school German lessons just hasn't prepared me for this, but... That's um. That's gone. I'd say it's gone quickly, but uh, I suppose I've lost the um, I've lost the perspective in the last couple of years. But I do remember Parkrun Germany launching, and obviously launching completely on app and you know without stopwatches and whatnot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but look, it um, it, it always seemed like a, a a pretty important country to have in the Parkrun world, and it's been great to see its success. Do we know how many events they've got now? How many oh. over the? We should ask the informant to give us that information. Ah, a German special. 
I'll put in a request. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't try and Google it now. Yes, and Ollie, we had the announcement of the new most northern park run launching on Saturday just gone, Vorkuta, Vorkuta City Park in Russia. <laughs> yes. They launched with 15 participants and I believe they are located behind the Arctic Circle. So that sounds like one uh, yeah, one impressive place to do a park run, Mel. I haven't yet looked up uh, how one gets to Vorkuta City Park. I mean, I, I'm presuming, obviously, uh, we'd need to fly in through Moscow, but um, it's a fair way north. Uh, so that takes the title from Finland, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good with my actual worldly compass points. I think I tried to ask the question last time about how you figure out the east and the western one. Like I feel like south, northern and southern are easy, but the east and the west puzzles me a little bit. And I think I put a call out to Peter Pullman and he said he didn't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, needless to say, it's a place that would require some resilience, I'm sure, uh, as going into this time of year as well, if I understand correctly, temperatures are generally well below zero. So, uh, yeah, really rug up and um, welcome to the family, Vorkuta. And I wonder if it's worth mentioning, I did see in the social media post, the question was raised as to do people know what the Arctic Circle is? So I looked it up. I, I Googled it. Yep. As one does when one wants to know such things. And it turns out the Arctic Circle is one of the two polar circles and the most northerly of the five major circles of latitude as shown on maps of the Earth. It marks the northernmost point at which the centre of the noon sun is just visible on the December solstice mm -hmm. and the southernmost point at which the centre of the midnight sun is just visible on the June solstice. Mm. Midnight sun puzzles me a little bit, but is that something to do with them just having daylight all day? Yes, and, and certainly, well, with respect to the timing of the solstice there, it's picking up at the uh, the extremities there. Mm. So it goes on to say the region north of this circle is known as the Arctic and the zone just to the south is called the Northern Temperate Zone. The Arctic Circle is roughly 16,000 kilometres in circumference. The area north of the circle is about 20... Is that 20 million, Ollie? That's 20 million. 20 million kilometres squared and covers roughly 4% of the Earth's surface. So there you go. There's your geography lesson for today. Thank you, Mel. I do love geography. Uh, there's plenty I don't know, that's for sure. And I did not know that. Obviously familiar with the, the existence of it, but the detail, no, none at all. So it's a fascinating part of the world. Love to get to explore it. Uh, now I've got another reason. Yes, mm. very interesting. So welcome to them, Vodka City Park in Russia. Yes, back a bit closer to home, Mel. We have heard from some of the uh, the parkrun world out there this weekend, so we do have a bunch of roving reports. So why don't we have a listen? Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Greta here, reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And today we're uh, we're travelling to a new parkrun in South Australia. Um, there's been a few new ones open up recently in South Australia, so we're sort of spoilt for choice. Um, but this one um, 
is going to prove, I think, to be a very interesting one. We're going to Anstey Hill Recreation Park run. Anstey Hill Recreation Park is um, obviously a, a recreation park that's uh, in the foothills of Adelaide. It's to the northeast of Adelaide and probably about half an hour from the CBD. And uh, I hear that there's a fair bit of elevation in this one. Uh, so we'll see how we go and then we can uh, do our run and see if we can find some people to talk to. All right, so I've just finished my run. Ooh, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, and I'm here with run director today and also event director Monique. And wow, what a run. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a little it bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly tough. So um, you haven't been here for very long, have you? Yeah, this is number seven for us. Yeah, yep. 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 very exciting to finally be up and running. Yeah, so um, tell us about getting started. How long did it take you to get this one off the ground? Yeah, so I started talking to Park Run in probably, uh, probably 2019 um, and, you know, thought maybe we could get a Park Run going here. So it's taken us two years to get us up and running. We've had a lot of setbacks along the way. COVID was one of those. But, yeah, yeah we're finally up and running now, but it took a long time to get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a beautiful course. Um, so I was saying to the listeners before, it's in the Adelaide foothills. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to just describe the course for us? Yeah, so um, it's a trail course, so it's a dirt run. Um, and basically we head up uh, like a pipeline so some trees and kind of nice shady area um, up to the the ruins here at Anstey and then up the uh, notorious torture hill uh, and then down a a lovely nice long downhill with views over the city as well lovely trees and sort of bush vibe that downhill was lovely but I am going to have to come back (laughs) to that aptly named torture hill track (laughs) one question why <laughs> well, it gives you a little bit of a challenge, and you get some lovely downhill views on the other side. So, yeah, it's, it's a nice challenge, and people seem to be too keen to come out and give Torture Hill a try. But, yeah, the lovely downhills definitely make up for it. Yes, there is definitely a payoff at the other end. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really interesting um, course because it's not an out and back. Yeah, correct. I'm, I'm hearing a lot from people that this is uh, one of the limited loops. They tend to be out and back. So it's a nice kind of get to go all the way around and you don't have to trudge back on what you've already seen. So it's good. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, and how long have you been park running for? Uh, so not very long prior to when I actually started this one. So I probably had done maybe a handful, 10, 13 park runs before I got interested in starting this one. Yeah. Um, so then I've obviously been involved for the, for the two years getting it started. So not, not too long. I haven't got too many under my belt just yet. But yeah, it's been good. And where's your home park run? Anstey Hill Recreation. <laughs> um, but prior to here, I was at Jubilee, just around the corner. Oh, Jubilee Way. Yes, that's a lovely one too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, very different. It's a kind of go there for a holiday. It's a little bit flatter yeah. than this one. <laughs> go there for a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. And come back here when you want a challenge. But yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for starting up this park run. We are standing here in the foothills and just looking over the beautiful um, city of Adelaide and it's just, and it's green and it's a beautiful day and um, yeah, congratulations. It's, it's an amazing park run and thank you for bringing it to South Australia. Yeah, no worries. I'm happy to. I'm really glad that we've got some lovely people out here and starting to build a great team. So thanks for your time. Thanks, Monique. So that's a wrap from Anstey Hill Recreation Park Run. Um, so there is some contention, I hear, about whether that might be the hardest park run in Australia. So what I can tell you is that the elevation gain, according to my Strava, was 193 metres. So take from that what you will. But if you, uh, if you do want to find out whether it's the hardest park run in Australia, I challenge you to come and give it a go and see what you think. So that's our statesmanship regained for the Wilkinson Four and a handy little Wilson Index and a beautiful day out in 
the Adelaide foothills. See you next time. Hi, this is Lynn checking in as a roving report on behalf of the Channel 5 news crew. And I am at the Nathalia Showgrounds launch of a new parkrun event today. We're in Northern Victoria and Rod Cairns is the event ambassador. And I've got Rod here and we're going to ask Rod some questions. Rod, uh, how did the event go today overall? Yeah, really good. A good number, not too many, which is nice. So I uh, had a bunch of visitors and a few experienced park runners, which we really appreciate because that helps us get some familiarity. Most of the volunteers are newbies, so um, so it's really good to have some experienced people around us. And um, yeah, the event's gone really well. We're it's very very really well. pleased. We've got a beautiful day too. It's about sixteen degrees. And we've got quite a nice breeze coming through. Probably cool for the volunteers, but it was nice for the runners. And you've been supporting the run director, Helen, over the last probably 18 months? Yeah, a little over, uh, a little over 12 months since we started. This is, I think today was our third launch date. So we've had a, uh, we've had a lot of um, issues with, um, you know, getting close and then getting locked down and having to stop so um so it's really good to finally get here finally get it done and, um, yes we we, um, we got the news last week that we could restart so wow. we put our second trial together very quickly yeah, yep. during the week and made sure that everything was okay and we're delighted to finally get here fantastic so. and it's a beautiful track along the broken river and um, it was really picturesque, lots of gum trees, and it's great to see some locals out enjoying the park run today. Thank you, Rod, for speaking with us, and I'll try and catch up with Helen, maybe over coffee. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Okay, it's Lynn here again, and I've got Helen, the event director at the Nathalia Showgrounds Park Run, and we've had a very exciting launch today. Helen, how are you feeling about how things went off today? Good. I'm, I'm happy the first week is done, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just the unknown. Um, it, yeah, we had a good turnout, so and all our volunteers have done their jobs well in the first first week. So, yeah, I'm pretty pleased the first one's done. <laughs> Fantastic. And it sounds like you had some good support from the community with, with your funding and yeah. volunteering today. Yeah, we were lucky. Um, we had a few businesses chip in and then we got a grant from the Shire. So that just topped us over and we were ready to get started and then COVID hit. So we've had a big wait and I've had, um, yeah, good little support team that have been willing to be here as soon as we could get started. So it's been good. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And you had short notice to get going last week. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And we had, um, we were lucky. We had the Lions Club chip in today with marshals and things like that. So, Fantastic. Yeah, really good. I'm so so glad that the community is on board with it because yeah, otherwise yep. it would be a big job for yeah just the couple that were yep. interested yeah and a perfect day as well the weather's been turned on just perfect for you yeah a little bit windy I wish I hadn't been running but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was yeah, lots no, of good. smiles out there the track was good so there was a couple of double prams double width yes. prams and the track was still able to yeah, manage yeah it would have been good to um, see them cross the squeezy bridge with the fastest runners <laughs> <laughs> but they were, they were um, the, the double prams were, were fast runners people so yeah. they, were, they were good yep <laughs> they were right up the front so yep. yeah no it was good good track um yeah not too narrow there's always a little bit of on the sides to overtake so that's all right <laughs> yeah no it was great it's an all abilities track it's bitumen all the way across yeah it's uh, a letter h as you say and yep. it runs along the river with a bridge in between yeah so the only is that um doing the second lap 
then you've got to overtake if you're running. So yep. that gets a bit squeezy. But people today said it was fine and, and yep. everyone was mindful of each other, so it worked out. <laughs> yep, everyone stuck to the rule and you told us all at the beginning, keep left and uh, those rules were in place and it was all very safe yeah. and a fabulous event. Well done, congratulations on your launch. <laughs> it's you. very exciting and all the best for the future running of Nathalia Showgrounds Park Run. Thank you. Thank you for speaking with me today. Thanks. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here checking in from Cottesloe Parkrun. Today, Cottesloe Parkrun is celebrating their 300th event. Woohoo! And just when you think it was taking quite a while to sneak up, it has arrived. It's great to see so many people wearing um, bright colours, tutus, bright socks um, and high-vis shirts even. I'll check in soon once I can tell you all about the event. It's Sarah checking back in from Cottesloe Park Run. There have been over 104 participants today and there were 10 volunteers present. I can now tell you that there is no watermelon left and the cake is quickly disappearing. Great morning down here. It was a 35 degree day in Cottesloe this morning. So lots of people were heading down to the ocean to jump in straight afterwards. It was definitely vibing this morning. Lots of energy and lots of smiles going around. Dr. David Honey, MLA member for Cottesloe was down there as well this morning and actually started the runners off. What a great event it was. And again, so, so super grateful that we are able to hold park runs at the moment and also um, you know really enjoying the community spirit so well done to Cottesloe Park Run for such a great event um, and if you're ever in Western Australia particularly in summer and you love to have a swim and a run head down to Cottesloe Park Run. G'day Park Run Adventurers uh, this is PK with an unexpected uh, roving report um, because I am adventuring, but I uh, hadn't planned to do a report. But then when I uh, came to where we uh, are doing parkrun today, stumbled across their ninth birthday. Huh, how crazy is that? I am at Torrens Parkrun in South Australia. And someone said to me, uh, where's your cat outfit? And I'm like, what do you mean? And they said, you know, nine lives. And I'm like, what? Nine, nine. And then, yeah, we're celebrating our ninth birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Have not been to Torrens for a long time, so much so that they've changed their um, start and finish um, area. I'm just checking it all out now. They've got a funnel for the end as well. I think they had about 350 here last week because Pack of Cathy was closed. But anyway, g'day uh, crew, it's PK here. And gonna go and have a chat to some of the crew. So I'm here with the legend, that is Marilyn, uh, who has been... How long have you been here for? Uh, the whole run. The whole... The whole of, so no, all except the, for three. Except for three of the however many... What number is it today here at uh, Torrance? Who knows? Well, nine years, nine times five, 50. Oh, who knows, mate? Yeah, well, not 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 anyway. It doesn't matter. We are it, it, there's quite a few. Hey, um, congratulations. How does it feel to be nine? Uh, very very good. I didn't think it would be this long, <laughs> but enjoy every bit of it. So keep coming back. I love it. Yeah. Well, as I was just saying in my intro, I haven't been here for so long, and it's so good to see so many people starting a new start kind of thing, and lots of people getting into the theme. Tell us more about the theme. 
um, because it's our ninth birthday and cats have nine lives, so the theme is cats. So Love come it. looking like a cat. Exactly. And any dog is called a cat today. Yes. So they're, they're all park cats. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for everything you do for Park Run. It's always a pleasure to see you. Um, and uh, you're such a special part of the, of the, of the Park Run community. Thank you. Thank you. Good on you. All right, let's go and do this thing. Sure. I am now here uh, with Ojo. I kept the best to last. Ojo, congratulations on nine years. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh, mate, you are. Well, you're always excited. Um, but uh, to celebrate uh, nine years of Park Run and be the RD, I mean, they couldn't chosen. You know, couldn't have chosen a better person for, to be on the mic today, really, right? Uh, well, you know, I'll show up at the opening of an envelope. So, always <laughs> <laughs> happening. Excellent. I love the sound of my own voice. It's the best conversation I have all day. Far out, mate. Um, you sound like um, my wife tells me that all the time, mate. No wonder we get along. No, <laughs> well done. Hey, um, uh, nine years, it, what a journey. Uh, how's it all, I mean, I don't know, tell me about uh, some of the highlights. Well, I think um, nine years ago it was, I don't know, 30 or 40 people here, and nine years on it's, you know, 350. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that um, that nine years on, not only have we got, still got a bunch of people um, coming to Torrens, but it's uh, it was the start of a whole movement in South Australia where there's some fantastic events around South Australia. It was at Cleve the other week. That was the Yeldolphany yes. Weir Trail. So I got my Y on my alphabet. I well done, mate. Right I've now. heard good things about that. So I really just wanted to say thank you, mate. Uh, congratulations on everything. But, you know, you love it, don't you? I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. And I started coming here because I wanted to try and get fit, but I keep coming here because of the community. That is beautiful, isn't it? And I think that is the case with most park runs. Gotta love it. Congratulations on nine years. Well done. Keep doing awesome things, Ojo. Here's the next nine years. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> Legend. Love his work. Yep, that is me signing off, saying thank you so much to Parkrun uh, Torrens. Um, and happy birthday to Parkrun South Australia. Happy ninth birthday to Parkrun South Australia. Um, I'm so glad that I stumbled across these celebrations. Let's go and keep celebrating. That's enough for me. I've yabbered on enough. Um, like Ojo, I love the sound of my own voice, so I'm going to stop it right now. And another great bunch of roving reports there. Interesting that we had two anniversaries with Sarah celebrating the 300th event at Cottesloe and PK celebrating the ninth birthday at Torrens and Lynn celebrating the birth of an event at Nathalia Showgrounds. Yeah, look, I'm really enjoying getting to hear some, well, some new events, some familiar events too, and some great celebrations. I was particularly fascinated by the, uh, I don't know, do we, do we have a, like a punishment trail of park runs? That sounds like a club. The, the Punisher series. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, Anstey Hill, welcome to the club. Yeah, some mighty tough elevation there by the look of it, 193 metres, is it? Yeah, which we're reliably informed is not quite the highest. Well done, Mundy, you hold that title. But, yeah, nonetheless, it's still right up there. So, uh, yeah, it has to be one for the list, I think. Always up for a debate, those, <laughs> those events, though, because it always depends on the distance over which the elevation is gained. Yep. So there's always a lot of uh, interesting conversations happening around that. Yes, and I'm always, I think, a little more fond of a loop course. Maybe that's to do with familiarity, Mel, but nice to see they've managed a, a great loop in there as well. Um I should probably mention, Mel, I did try and record a roving report. 
uh, this weekend just gone. Oh, how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've listened to the pod up to this point and noticed it's not in there. Um, yeah, look, uh, unfortunately for my guest, um, Whitney Houston and the announcer, <laughs> Run Shell Harbour, got more airtime. Uh, but, Mel, I've got to say I was um, I was pretty stoked. I, I ran an actual real-life running event uh, yesterday, which was Sunday. I uh, was fortunate enough to cross paths with dozens of park runners and see the parkrun family again, many of whom I haven't seen for a long time. Many of them scored a bit of bling too, Mel. They had gold, silver and bronze in all of the age categories and all of the events, which was, I think, a really nice celebration for everyone. And, uh, yeah, plenty of the Shell Harbour family took home some bling. Uh, notably, Patrick Silver Shimasek. <laughs> I did see that. Yes. Well done, Patrick. Yeah. But, Mel, um, Back to the roving report that wasn't. I got to meet Burpee Man. Right. <laughs> so whilst out on course, there was another runner who had a bit of music. So uh, I made sure that uh, I enjoyed it out there, thanked him for it, caught up with him after the finish and thanked him once again and uh, was absolutely thrilled to hear that, like us, he loves his parkrun, but he's also got a superpower and um, that is burpees. Right. Hence being called Burpee Man. That's right. That's Not right. because so, he belches. No, no, no. <laughs> A distinction I made quickly, um, but he hails from Rooty Hill Park Run, uh, so one not too far from home for myself. And, uh, yeah, his his approach to park runs and events more generally, not Run Shell Harbour, mind you, but plenty of them is unquestionably a way to add something to your park run by doing 30 burpees every K. Every K. How have I never heard about him before? I'm not sure, but I'm really looking forward to when I can cross paths with uh, with Burpee Man, although he does have a secret identity, um, Steve, and actually getting to interview him properly. So my apologies, Steve, because it was lovely to talk to you, um, but I don't think our listeners would be able to, to make any sense of our conversation with thanks to my poor audio. Ollie, I think this needs to be your initiation. <laughs> you never got one. You never did anything. You just, I need to find Steve. You just flew under the radar straight into co-host position. I yes. think I'm going to set you this challenge. I need an interview with Burpee Man. Yep. All right. Noted. Uh, <laughs> that's been coming a long time. And, look, given that, I'm not going to disclose Steve's top three park runs, but needless to say, should we be at the Panorama Punish next year, it would be a great opportunity to see a repeat of Burpee Man conquering that and the neighbouring parkrun course. Does he wear a costume? Has he got a cape? He does. Oh. He does. Wow. So challenge noted. Uh, also, well done and thanks to Steve. But Mel, uh, we look forward to hearing from him in the future. Fabulous. But I digress. Uh, Mel. You've got mail. We've got mail. We do, Ollie. We had an email from Path. Path said, hi, Mel and Ollie. Thought you needed some more email. So I thought I'd send in an email to say that we, Irene and I, absolutely love the report from Abigail at the end. Hang out for it at the end of the outro music. And so you can read out our names. Bye from the Bomber Canties. So there you go, Bomber Canties. You got another mention. Yes. And it was great to 
catch up with Irene and Parth at Juniors. They very kindly volunteered at Juniors on Sunday morning. Oh, wow. And we had brunch together. Busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure we'll hear more about at Dazza's. Hang on a minute, Ollie. Hang on. Yes. We need to okay. go back a couple of steps. You just okay. glossed over the fact that you ran your first event and I didn't get a chance to quiz you or ask you how you went. That's all right. You gave me a challenge. I thought that was pretty fair. <laughs> But so Runshell Harbour, you ran the half marathon. I did. I do believe you did a little better than you were anticipating. I did indeed. And look, very happy to say that many, many park runners that I crossed paths with, or should I say, <laughs> crossed my path and kept on going, uh, they did as well. So Stop it was. Stop a- deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look. This time last year, you no, know, it was 2019, in fact, when Run Shell Harbour had its first event. It had its follow-up event, which was delayed in May when I got the opportunity to run its marathon. So this was its third running, and it now seems to be falling into a, you know, a twice-per-year rhythm, which in the May version includes a marathon. So uh, it's given me a lot of experience through these COVID times. And, uh, yes, I did improve on my half marathon time, so I was pretty stoked with that. By how much? Uh, Well, last time I ran it, I finished in an hour 55. Um, I've not done a half marathon officially for a long time aside from that. You know, the the 140 mark was probably my best uh, back in Sydney a few years back. Uh, But, yeah, this one was a bit better. I managed just under 134. Very impressive. Well done, Ollie. Well done. Thanks, Mel. Yeah, look, it was a favourable course, let's say, but, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And uh, I might have just mentioned it did not rain during the half marathon. Oh, good. We were discussing that at brunch the day before, that uh, it was Maybe thank you to Karen that it didn't rain. Yes. Yeah, I did make sure to thank Karen, um, who shall henceforth be known as the weather gods. (laughs) And did you get into the slipstream of Ralph or was he just too far out? No, no, there was was no entering that slipstream. Uh, Ralph (laughs) did a fantastic job and also obliterated his goal. Excellent. Good to hear. Yeah, it might have had something to do with the lack of, uh, was it six or seven kilo star costume? (laughs) <laughs> which Ralph did attempt the marathon in earlier this year, for context. All right. Well, Ollie, time that we turn our attention to Dazza's from Saturday. That's right. And and uh, the update from Dazza, uh, welcoming us all to Dazza's, was that Dazza is tired. <laughs> he yearns for a quiet corner to marshal under a tree with a deck chair, maybe near the ocean. But there's no rest for the wicked. So come on in and let us know how your morning went. You know you want to. And uh, look, the first, well, maybe the first to make it in, we certainly one of the early ones, we heard from Richard who had to say, Hi, Dazza. After working 11 out of the last 12 days, it was a bit of a sleep in followed by a quiet morning. On the plus side, with fingers crossed, this is the last Saturday without parkrun. Road trip to the ACT next weekend before New South Wales kicks off again. And Sonia Polman checked in and she, she told us it's National Psychology Week and we joined our local annual APS walk. And we have our Bailey shot. First up, Tanya Bailey. Nice not parkrun walk this morning down Woodend Beach. The racehorses were out this morning, which caused a bit of interest from the dog had to hold him a bit tighter. 
and Brett Bailey. Hi, Dazza, a naughty up the track and back down the beach to meet Tanya and Brunner, then off to help with nippers at the surf club. Nice to see the team at Banksia Avenue. Hope we can get over there one day soon. Still no news yet on a restart here with plenty of confusion with our new traffic light COVID system here. And the Parkrun Adventurers. Enjoyable catch up at Banksia Avenue, not Parkrun, with a few fellow adventurers. The grey skies did little to dampen our enthusiasm. Great course and company. And we gave it five stars. Fittingly. And Rebecca Bailey. Hmm. Seen a few fellow adventurers on my front lawn this morning. Glad you enjoyed the course. After a big hike across the crosscut saw yesterday, the troops deserved a sleep in and it is a short hike down to Howitt Hut next to the river today. And we heard from Alison King, ran a freedom run with a few friends and ran my second fastest five kilometre of 2021 and all of my 314. Today is also my 100th knotty in a row. So well done, Alison. That's phenomenal. Well done. Mel, Sam Schroeder also checked in. She said, hi, Dazza. This morning I walked into town and did a freedom run of the Bathurst Park Run course before heading back to camp. Walked back and forth in front of the caravan park when I got back for 100 metres to tip the Garmin over to 14 kilometres all up. That's a pretty decent effort. Tracy Wood. Morning, team. Darn hot today. I picked a great day to stand in the shade at Chermside and be timekeeper. It's iced latte for me, please. And Claire Stutchbury, 106th, 107th location at Fodder Forest this weekend for a sneaky number eight for our Wilson indexes. Very toasty. Summer is going to be brutal. I think we need a little bit of the Queensland weather down here, Mm. incidentally. But uh, no, well done, team. And Cameron Drake, about to head out the door to check out South Beach Recreation Reserve Park Run after finally getting a Saturday morning free. Woo! Excited. It's been a while. And Greg Garner, hi, Dazza. I think I found you the perfect spot that greeted me after completing Bagara Park Run this morning. And, Mel, I did see, uh, I did see that picture. It looked like a very nice spot to, to sit and contemplate and take it all in. It did, Ollie. I think it was exactly the place that Dazza was envisaging when he was requesting his marshalling position. That's right. Looking out over the beach, at the waves, people enjoying it. Very peaceful. Mm. Mm. We heard from Michael Schultz, last available Fibonacci number for me at Minipi this morning, 377. More than two years to wait for 610. Fairly warm and a slow 39.24 for me. Well done. Jodie Maisie, good morning, Dazza. We did Pepper Tree Park Run this morning. It was such a lovely morning and I walked with Mark Smith and had a fantastic chat. And Brendan added, and we both achieved Wilson number 28 too. Path Bomacanti. Hi, Dazza. Irene and I were at Padawalonga River Park Run near Glenelg this morning. Post-run brunch at the Oceanique, quick service, and you get a free coffee if you volunteer. How good is that? Thanks to the volley team at the Park Run. We forgot to take a pick of our peanut butter porridge, which, by the way, had no peanut butter. But here's a pick of lunch at Glenelg on our way back now. And Jeff Whiffen Road trip touristing to Newborough Park Run this morning, chasing down those Wilson numbers. 
maybe Wilson Index could be changed to Whiffen Index. <laughs> a perfect morning at Newborough saw me first home. Another Victorian event ticked off. Another event number ticked off till next week. Nice work. Nice work. Nice work, Jeff. And uh, complete with photo running up the path there in the, in the woods. It looks lovely. We heard from Chris Hood. Uh, Once again, in an ugly Christmas singlet, I should say. Three loops around North Lakes, almost enough to make it dizzy. Nandy ticked off and halfway around the compass. Uh, So which compass points has Chris still got to go? And we heard from Michael Scott. What a beautiful morning at the Avenues Park Run in the Adelaide Hills. Completing the The Club once again. Tailwalker on a beautiful trail course on a beautiful morning. Vegetarian focaccia and a long black, please, Dazza. And uh, Michael, also enjoying the new Christmas shirt, added, thank you for my new Christmas shirt. So thanks to our ugly Christmas singlet or shirt day team there. A coffee for Steve and Glennis and my RSPT friends, please, Dazza. Lynette Ann, very much enjoyed the launch of Nathalia Showgrounds Park Run and meeting some new adventurer friends. There were several ugly Christmas shirts on track. Made me wish I'd gotten my order in sooner. Perfect day for runners. Windy for the volunteers. Breakfast together afterwards is always a treat. Had a rookie first go at a roving report. Hope it's of use to you. And thank you again. You did a great job, Lynette. Yes, loved it. And we heard from Stephen and Val Warwick. Hi, Dazza. I'm late again. However, I have a perfect excuse. 12 months ago, we met Leonie Butler, Queensland statesman at Kate Reid. Leonie arrived back in Tassie last night, found out Steve and I were timekeeping at Devonport, so came across from Lawney to do Devonport. But we weren't quite the dream team as we both made one mistake. After coffee and a lot of talking adrift. We went out to do a freedom at Railton and then lunch at Limestone Cafe with the wonderful Kelly. We then took Leonie on a drive through Sheffield to see the murals and were in time to see a steam tractor driving up the main street. Lots more talking, sharing of stats, the informant would be proud, and enjoyment of each other's company. I have now come in to say hello all, but no more coffee, please. How special to have had two interstate park running friends spend time with in the last three weeks. Roll on March. And thank you to you both. We look forward to being part of that crew as well. That sounds like a wonderful morning. It does. And when Val mentions or Val and Steve mentioned seeing Mm. a steam tractor driving up the main street, I have to say when I was sitting at Wollongong Station patiently waiting for my train for my journey home, in chuffed a steam train, I think you call it the picnic train. Mm. So that was quite nice. Yeah, I'm ashamed to say I haven't been on it. But, yeah, uh, it's always nice to spend a bit of time and take in uh, some of the old modes of travel, Mel. Or the lesser used ones. Yeah. And we got some some of our park run adventurers that were celebrating some things on the weekend, Ollie. Yes. Firstly, Greta Wilkinson. The Wilkinson Four regained statesmanship today at a beautiful morning at Anstey Hill Recreation Park Run, a gorgeous new trail park run in South Australia, which we heard Greta refer to in the roving report earlier. Sally Heppleston a Warringal Parklands Parkrun PB with Elfie in 2403, 
We both needed a finish line lie down. Well done, Super Sal. <laughs> Alfie looked pretty tired. Nadine Crawford, a long-awaited 250th Parkrun milestone celebration at my beautiful home Parkrun Rosebud with all my Parkrun family and a massive PB to top off the celebrations. Everyone made a big fuss and I literally smiled all morning. Couldn't have been better. Happy to achieve these things and absolutely love Parkrun touristing, but it would be absolutely empty without my tribe. Hashtag love Parkrun. Well done. Great to see Nadine there in her parkrun shirt with the 250 as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And still celebrating, Jane Luke. Got my South Australian statesman status. Try saying that five times quickly. Back at Copper Trail Parkrun. And uh, there she was crossing the line in the photo. And no, sorry, Jane, I would absolutely get tongue-tied if I try saying that. <laughs> Janet Reed. Well, hello, Dazza. We meet again. Today was a special day aboard the mothership Lockheel. Yes, I'm back. Matt Noble, who started our parkrun, celebrated his 250th parkrun and his lovely wife Katie celebrated her 100th. Pre-COVID, there would have been cake, but alas, that was not to be. It didn't dampen our excitement, nor did it diminish our gratitude. Thanks to Matt, we get to be a part of a wonderful community as well as enjoying our free weekly timed five kilometres. An iced coffee for me, please, Dazza. See you when I pop in next parkrun day. Until then, uru. (laughs) And last week's Obie Award recipient, Pepper White. Hi, Dazza. Tea, I think, for me. And uh, let me just check what Christine Imbert would like. Our ugly Christmas singlets and T-shirts arrived in time to show them off to celebrate three times 250s and one times cow and all, and I mean all the cake. Christine and I were car park marshals at Broadwater Park Run, a lot more hectic than I would have thought, with very wavy hands and so many friends. Not without challenge. I have a car issue, so ended up on a train to stay over with Christine last night before misreading the GPS and sending us the wrong way. Thank you, amazing friend. A lot of rain overnight. We coped dry during run. Sounds like another big weekend for <laughs> yes. Pippa. Yes. Great to hear the singlets and shirts are there. Yes, absolutely. And lots of celebrations going on, Ollie. But we have one that we have chosen this week to be our... Obie Award recipient. So cue the music. So, Ollie, would you like to do the honours to announce our winner? Absolutely. Just let me open the envelope. (laughs) This week's winner of the Obie Award goes to Nadine Crawford. Well done, Nadine. Yes, and look, you're spot on the money, and I think we all share that that sentiment. It's wonderful with the tribe. So uh, thanks for letting us be a part of the celebration too, Nadine. Fantastic. Lots of fun and games going on in the last week, but... But, yes, that's right. Uh, there's always another angle to the fun and games, and that's the stats. So, Mel, shall we catch up with the informant? The 
this is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week we see post-COVID records for global number of runs held and global number of 250 milestones. There were 303 runs held in Australia, up 12 on last week. This was out of 1,572 worldwide, which is up by 258. There were three launches, one at Nathalia Showgrounds, Victoria, along with one in South Africa and one in Russia. Porkuta City Park Run is the world's most northern park run, inside the Arctic Circle on continuous permafrost. Porkuta has an average annual temperature of minus 1.4 and the record for the coldest temperature in Europe at minus 52 degrees C. I'm guessing ugly Christmas singlets are not going to be a big seller in that market. Aussie attendance was up by 1,363 to 26,502 out of 151,252 worldwide, which is up almost 42,000 on last week. Down under we had 2,373 PBs, while 964 people participated for the first time. 57 juniors reached the junior 10 milestone, 154 people reached their 50 milestone, 90 reached their 100 milestone, and 21 reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Nick Burnett was quickest with 169 events, while Louise and Heidi Mann were slowest on 305. There were 11 new states people this week. In the ACT, we had Leanne Cox, Barbara Hemingway, Monique Sheehan, Jesse Verstegen, Miriam Stemecki, and Ben Turner. In the Northern Territory, we had Rachel Murray, Julie Horlin, and Rachel Warwick. While in South Australia, we had Melissa McTagg. In the top 20 most events list, David Messenger moves to equal 14th after running at Woodbridge Riverside. Robin Richworth moves to equal 8th after running at Anstey Hill. On the overall biggest movers list, Sarah G, Gary Light and David Cliff all move up 8 ranks from various starting points. Julie Reynolds was a standout on the Wilson Index, moving her index up 40 from 3 to 43. Julie was one of 71 people to increase their index this week. Now for a bit of fun and to celebrate the German anniversary, I thought we might take a look at some stats from the Autobahners. Germany held its first events on the 2nd of December 2017 with the simultaneous launch of Gorgengarten, Kutchenholz and Neckerau Park Runs. 162 runners attended all up. There are now 45 events that have held 2,469 runs, with an average attendance of 41. 23,368 athletes have scanned the barcode 101,522 times. Their highest weekly attendance saw an average of 64 runners across 25 events on 28th of September 2019. Australian events averaged 87 runners last week, so a bit of work to be had getting the Germans off the beers and into their runners. If you'd like to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats, you can download them from my blog at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant, or one word, .me. 
or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thanks again, Informant, for your report. Yes. And Mel, checking in, how are things on the Adventurers Club front? Well, thank you for asking, Ollie. This week, our Adventurers Club is up by three members to 72. We had 40 people on the Consolidated Club report, which was down three on last week, and 25 Adventurers recorded notties. So things are pretty stable. We're getting more actual park runs and less not park runs, which is to be expected as the country's opening up. Yes, exciting. And our not park run results this week, we had Cambo. Cambo, yep. Cambo on 26, (laughs) Port Mac on 13. Yeah, I was just thinking about that one. I mean, uh for some reason, we're Aussieing things up today. Um, Port Macca. Oh, yeah, yeah, Macca. <laughs> yep. And the next one, Ollie? Oh, the next one. <laughs> I don't know how to abbreviate this one. <laughs> Shallow. <laughs> Shallow. <laughs> oh, that might not. That. Uh, yeah. Shelza. Shelza. Mm. I mean, Shelly's easy, but that's confusing because there is a Shelly Park run. So um, let's just discuss it for five minutes and really boost the SPF. (laughs) (laughs) In any case, that Voldemort Park run had 13 and came in third this week. Wow. Did you know there was a push for noise at Shell Harbour? (laughs) (laughs) Not in the slightest. No. (laughs) Ashamed to say. But thank you, everyone. And down at the creek, there were two, me and Mike, Lakeview Scott. Oh, good work, team. And what about our friends across the ditch? Yes, well, let's. Uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate being Aussied up as well. So, uh, yes, recording the highest number of not park runs this week. Ando, <laughs> 48. And right behind on 47, the Fung. <laughs> and. Uh, Pego? Pego. That's it. I'd forgotten what it was. Pego. <laughs> Pego came in third on 40. and uh, Not too shabby. That's right. For the uninitiated, that's Anderson, Fungaray and Pegasus. But, hey, thanks for being part of the Aussie family this week, guys. That's right. Yes. But looking forward, Ollie, to the coming weeks, we need to remind everybody that International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day. I asked. <laughs> Thank you. Is Saturday the 18th of December, which is hopefully, fingers crossed, the day that New South Wales will be relaunching and reuniting Australian park runs. That's right, yes. Completing the set, if you like. So, subject to changes in the COVID roadmap in my neck of the woods in New South Wales, we do expect to see a number of events restarting on that earliest available date, the 18th of December, just in time for uh, that special day where we can all look fabulous and amazing and ugly and celebratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we, we look forward to that. And that's that's just squeezing in, in front of Christmas and New Year's Day. Fast approaching us and a timely 
moment to remind everybody that Christmas Day and New Year's Day fall on Saturdays this year, so we don't get extra park runs mm-hmm. in our calendar, which we're all a little bit grumpy about. We're kind of <laughs> used to that now. <laughs> it's just lose, lose, lose this year. <laughs> However, just because uh, Park Run Day is on Christmas Day, mm. it doesn't necessarily guarantee that your park run is going to be running. Mm. That's right. On Christmas Day or New Year's Day. And you need to check the compendium mm-hmm. to find out if your event is going to be held. That's right. That's right. And, Mel, look, there are still a number of events to be declared and there's time of recording, time of fact checking. There's still about 48 hours at least on current red lines to, um, to see that confirmed. We may see more updates as time passes, but as things stand, there's less than half of those that will be running on those dates. I think it's uh, 151, again, time of checking, or I have declared that they'll be operating on Christmas Day and 193 on New Year's Day. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's at normal parkrun time because I know that there has been years gone by on that special day where you could have that just a little, uh, let's say, parkrun time adjacent. Those figures that you gave, Ollie, when those that 190, mm. is that declared one way or the other? There's, or is that is that how many have said yes or is that just a declaration yes or no? Uh, no, thank you for confirming. That is the declaration yes. So there are other events that have declared no. And uh, for context, on Christmas Day, I I count 78 events that have declared that they will not be operating. Okay. So now mm, still a number to declare. That leads me to a question that has been in the news this week. Mm-hmm. And that is, will there be ugly Christmas singlet or shirts running around Shell Harbour on the 18th of December? (laughs) Well, there will be ugly Christmas singlets or shirts running around Shell Harbour. Um, It remains to be seen whether they'll be running around Shell Harbour Park Run's course in any uh, official registered capacity. But... As things currently stand, the news you're referring to, so the um, beautiful, stunning park that Shell Harbour is fortunate enough to operate in and has been for seven and a half years so far, uh, which is currently a New South Wales state government-owned asset and is managed by a designated operator. Uh, It was announced just this Saturday gone that the management of that park will transition over 2022 to the National Park Service, which follows a significant community-based campaign, and that's been across the public following consultation, uh, which was not overly well received by the local community or by surfing foundations, and there's a huge surfing history in the park. It's synonymous with its surfing history as well. And that's seen this change, uh, which is intent on preserving the park and uh, ensuring that it is uh, well supported into the future and remains a community asset. Uh, That's the background. Uh, This transition will take a little bit of time. That obviously means Shell Harbour Park Run will need to work with uh, the new operators to continue to provide the event. But as things currently stand, Mel, as you've alluded to, uh, we are still seeking the permission we need to be able to return the event and seeking to work with the current operators to return the event to the community here. Again, 
not certain as to whether we'll be able to return in the way we know because we need to manage very carefully the access and the safety of our park runners uh, in and around other park users. So in short, we're working on it, but yeah, it's it's not quite there, Mel. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we've got it all over the line with great thanks uh, to the help from those that have been involved. Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to getting Parkrun back in one way or another. Well, all jokes aside and the the bit of competition that we make light of mm. between Shell Harbour and the creek, we really do hope that you are able to get the permissions to bring the event back with the rest of New South Wales. We hope you can get your course up and running in some sort of iteration, mm, mm. whatever it uh, may well be, so that the community can come back together and, again, enjoy scanning their barcodes, doing their free weekly timed 5K and having a coffee afterwards. That's right. And uh, I think as we've reflected on in this episode uh, and many others, of course, there's a lot to be said for the experience of that. Uh, so, you know, even if uh, for the time being or for the future, there are any adjustments that need to be made to our course uh, or to our event, it's ultimately that that counts. You know, it's it's providing that uh, environment that we all know and love and can get out there and uh, enjoy that every Saturday. So fingers crossed for you, Ollie, and good luck with all your negotiations. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. <laughs> but uh, look... In terms of the coming week, do you have any plans? Where is it going to take you? Oh, oh, I do. I do. So as we've heard in the pod, there was a launch last week. So I think I will bundle Zoe in the car on Friday afternoon and we'll go on a little overnighter. Nathalia Showgrounds is only hop, skip and a jump down the road. <laughs> Less than three hours. Oh. So oh, I could really get up early and do it, but I won't. We'll have a little night away. Do it in style. Yeah. Yeah, and go and see the brand new baby event that Victoria's birthed this last week. Oh, that's very exciting. I hope you and Zoe have a wonderful time and a great park run, of course. Thank you. We haven't done a little mother-daughter road trip for a while so she actually seemed quite keen which i was pleased about yeah oh what's not to enjoy so we look forward to hearing all about that next week mel thank you anything on your agenda ollie uh look it's it's quite possibly the last weekend without a park run Uh, i haven't made the dash to the act doesn't look like it's going to happen i'm meant to be camping so yeah it looks like it'll be a pretty quiet one in my neck of the woods just getting ready so uh, looking forward to that. Oh, and uh, hopefully all the work, I've had a lot of work being done on my house, so hopefully all that's done soon and I get to have four walls once again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. And is there any potential to have a nice run where you're camping? Oh, yes, absolutely, yes. No, I do love running down um, on the south coast of New South Wales where I do like to camp down around the areas like Lake Conjola. We're going to bend along this time, so... You know, kangaroos around, uh, great trails and tracks to run through the bushland that's just behind the beach there. And, uh, yeah, there's a, a little sleepy town that I like to run out to from Bendalong that's not too far, but, uh, yeah, it's called Manyana, and uh, that's where I'll spend Saturday morning. Foreshore camping, like in actual tents and yes. the like? Yes, yep. the kids have been 
Talking up camping, and Ava, of course, has never been camping in a tent, so I feel like a bad parent. Uh, we're going to set that right. It's meant to bucket down, so um, stay tuned. <laughs> oh, that's part of the fun. Exactly. Enjoy, Ollie. Yeah, thanks, Mel. But it's been a pleasure, as always. You can all contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that is it for another week, and we will see you all next week for more adventures. to juniors and it was so fun plus I got bitten by a big ant it was like really big and I got it on my ankle and then I came 13th place in juniors and then after mum bought me a sandwich but I didn't like it so mum ate it and then mum got this almond croissant and I didn't like it either so mum's going to get me a hot chocolate soon. Bye everybody, stay safe.